Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to Grown Up Kids and Day 10 of Podmas. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by two return guests to say hello again to Amy. Hello. And Steph. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Great. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. We're happy to have you. you. So today we're going to be discussing the sign of... Zorro. I ruined your intro. I'm so sorry. That was so good. It's okay. Would you like to do it again? No, it's fine. (laughs) But it was so good! (laughs) (laughs) So, it is time for the 30-second Disney Dash. I'm nervous about this one. I'll go. Because you always do. That's what you do. You ready? No, not really. I know. And we literally just watched this movie, but like, I just don't know how to put it into a summary. I agree with you. (laughs) Because it was a TV show, so I feel like there's a bunch of stuff going on, and it's become a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Crack it all over again. Yeah. All right. You ready? Sure. I have faith in you. Okay. Set. So we meet Zorro, and he is like this guy that some people think are bad, but he's really good, and he saves they a lot, but then there's this guy who hates him, he's like the governor or mayor of the city, basically, and he makes a fake Zorro come and (laughs) uh, try and ruin his reputation, but then Zorro comes and saves the day again. That wasn't bad. That wasn't too bad. 25. I feel like I didn't really get that much information out, but it somehow (laughs) took me almost 30 seconds anyway. (laughs) That's going to be better than whatever I come up with, so good job. All right, who wants to go next? I can go next. I wrote mine down, so it's very short and sweet. All right. All righty, are you ready? Yep. Set. Go. So we start with Senor Diego de la Vega returning from Spain. He's come home on his dad's request to help with a tyrant leader. He becomes Zorro and he fights against Captain Monasterio. And he eventually wins. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Short and sweet. You're right. 14 seconds. <laughs> we might have a new record. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it seemed like I, too much can... to summarize in 30 seconds, so I just went with, like, really quick. I love it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got mine right here. I can go whenever... Alrighty, are you whenever ready? Whenever you tell me. To. Yes. Set. Go. Mm-hmm. Don Diego de la Vega returns home and pretends to be an intellectual who is bad at swordplay, fools everyone and disappoints father, takes the disguised Zora to find an, to fight oppressive Commandante and save locals including his father. Commandante tries and fails to discredit Zoro and is ultimately removed from position and arrested. Lawful good guy Sergeant Garcia put in charge. Nobody finds out the, the identity of Zoro this time. Oh, <laughs> I like dun, the cliffhanger. That was good. Twenty. <laughs> that was three really seconds. good. That was really good. That was, that was like back of a DVD, mm-hmm. which is our <laughs> highest compliment. I, yes. 
23, almost 24 seconds, but 23. I legitimately Thanks. don't know what I'm going to say. You just heard three people give their summaries. You I, can pull something together. My brain's not working today. All right. Ready? No. Set. Go. All right. There's the masked bandit or good guy, Zorro, kind of like a Robin Hood, again. Um, he saves the day in the town a lot, but some people think he's not good, especially like the governor dude who tries to capture him. And then there's a fake Zorro, and then he does capture a Zorro, but then he gets hoodwinked, and the real Zorro goes free. 21 seconds. That was good. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, that was good. You guys are just being nice. But I appreciate it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Some history. So, in his 1919 short story, The Curse of Capistrano, Johnston McCulley introduces Zorro, or the Fox, a boisterous, the boisterous secret identity of Don Diego de la Vega, who lives in 1820s Los Angeles. Um, so, he's a masked man who fights various villains on behalf of the oppressed, and indigenous people. Kind of sounds like Spider-Man, I think. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not where he would have gone with that. <laughs> He's a masked I man. For Robin Hood. Masked yeah, no, man that seems way more. who fights various Why villains. Why not Batman? Spider-Man, Batman, I think he, Mr. Incredible. I think he goes along with Batman more. You know why? Because Batman doesn't actually have superpowers. Just like Zoro, and he still saves the day. But Zoro's sure. superpower is being suave. Yeah. True. That's true. So he's like Mr. Incredible. Alright. Because instead of being super strong, he is really good with his sword. True. Okay. So, um,. It wasn't really that story, though, that, like, got Zorro to become this cultural mm -hmm. phenomenon. It was Hollywood, starting with The Mark of Zorro, uh, who star which starred Douglas Fairbanks. And although Johnston McCulley wrote more Zorro stories after that film's success, it was a never-ending stream of more Zorro movies that continued to keep him popular. Um, so by 1957, Zorro had his own television series, simply entitled Zorro, which was produced by Walt Disney, starring Guy Williams, and it aired on ABC. Uh, even back in, even back that far, Disney owned ABC, or maybe it was the, actually, I think it was the other way around, but, spoiler alert, <laughs> they had a Disney ends up owning ABC. <laughs> now Freeform. No. <laughs> well, no, still there's ABC. That's true. Uh, so it was a major hit, and then when season two ended in 1959, after 78 episodes, ratings were so high that season three seemed like a certainty. However, it was not going to happen. So the show had been produced in black and white, and Disney wanted to do color now, uh, but the network didn't like the cost of color, uh, so Disney pulled the plug on the project. This massively popular TV series, he just pulls the plug on it because they won't pay for color. Um, so the show didn't return to television in late 1960, or the show did return to television in late 1960 in the form of four hour long specials Sounds filmed familiar. in color that aired on Disney's anthology program, Walt Disney Presents. This reminds me very much of Davy Crockett. 
Waltz so. on this, like, kick. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so, meanwhile, Walt Disney had five early episodes of Zorro edited into a feature film, The Sign of Zorro. Sounds incredibly which familiar. <laughs> is the one that we just watched. So, yes, this oh was goodness. episodes from the TV show. Um, he'd been planning to do this since the end of the show's first season, wanting to emulate the success of Davy Crockett. <laughs> so those movies had also been created by stringing together episodes of the tv series um and the sign of zorro did well enough that disney produced a second zorro feature in the exact same manner zorro the avenger which is on the list i believe a while from now um so plenty more zorro movies were still to come but in the wake of the film's release other studios re-released their own ode their own old Zorro pictures pretty much all at once. Um, so Republic released Ghost of Zorro and Zorro Rides Again and then Fox re-released The Mark of Zorro uh, but none of the re-releases did very well. Um, Zorro stayed popular though but like those re-releases just didn't do as well as the Disney one probably because Disney just produces stuff better. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um so it it would be like another 15 to 20 years before Zorro re-entered the movie or TV screens with any real significance after that. So it was really like Disney's held true for many, many years. That was like the one. And it was just episodes of the TV series. Put in a movie. Yeah. Mm. Well, when you do something right, you do something right. And I mean, if you think about it, so like it was a cultural phenomenon, right? I mean, it was, what is the wording that they used? in this uh, yeah cultural phenomenon is that what i just said <laughs> yeah. i thought that i just made that up okay so <laughs> the same was to be said about davy crockett like yeah. it was this massive success like everybody loved davy they wanted the coonskin caps and um do you think there were kids i didn't find this in any of the facts do you think there was kids like running around with zorro masks on and like a black probably hat? And yeah, a cape. I'm That's sure. That's an easy costume for Halloween. It is. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I have a funny Halloween story about the Zorro costume. Oh, bring it on. <laughs> so for my mom's 40, my mom's birthday is November 20th. So for her birthday, for when she turned 40, they had a surprise birthday, but they threw it on Halloween. Um, so she didn't know what was going to happen. So she dressed up as Zorro and she walked through the door with a painted mustache on her face, full Zorro attire and went, ch -ch 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 -ch, I am Zorro. And nobody else was dressed up. <laughs> oh, your poor mom. I love that. She rocked that. Yeah. She, she wore the costume all night. She was a real trooper about it. That's awesome. <laughs> but that's it was awesome. actually a birthday party, not a Halloween party. So. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That is great. You ready for some fun facts? Yes. I believe they're actually kind of fun. Cool. Sort of. They're in the middle. I was kind of sad. I thought there would be like, for something that's such a cultural phenomenon, mm -hmm. uh, I thought there would be more like, you know, behind the scenes things. No. Hmm. Not really. So I had to scrounge for these. So Interesting. sorry. So the actor who played, or the actor, John Denner, who plays the Viceroy, I believe that's the guy at the end. Like oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The guy, yeah. Um, with he, his daughter. Yes. Yeah. He had previously yeah. been an animator at the Disney Studios, so I thought that was kind of cool. Like, Walt was like, mean? all right, sure, now you can be a an live actor. animator. <laughs> <laughs> a live actor. Yes, definitely. <laughs> 
I actually know the movies he worked on. I wrote them down. Oh, tell Ooh. me. <laughs> he, he was he was uncredited on Bambi and Fantasia. Ooh, that's neat. Good ones. Yeah, those are good ones. Very, very yeah. beautiful ones. Yeah, but he was uncredited on them. So I don't. I found it on some kind of Disney site. Oh, and Disney Wikia. That's usually pretty accurate online. I think that maybe is it. Maybe that was the one I found it on. I always feel bad because I don't know if anybody, like, I don't know how many people who listen know this, but a lot of things with Disney are uncredited just because it's kind of like you're all cast members all together. It's like a show put together. It's everybody. So, like, not really one person takes credit for something. But, like, part of me still feels like, bad about that <laughs> like no they did such a great job put their name in there <laughs> but um, yeah i digress um so guy williams who plays zorro he actually learned fencing as a child and seemed ideal for this role and he was very popular with kids all over the country thanks to the tv show and to promote the movie he made costumed appearances at theaters all over the country which is awesome do you want to know who that Very reminds me guy. of yeah that's cool Johnny Depp. Chris Pratt. Yes. Johnny oh, Depp. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt too. But Johnny Depp did that with Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Mul- Jack Sparrow. I mean, many yeah. times. Didn't the he kids- goes to the hospitals <laughs> and and um? I thought you were still gonna say- does it, doesn't he? Like it's not. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Johnny Tremaine because I know we talked about. The- <laughs> I was just uh, going to Johnny Tremaine. Too. <laughs> I was just gonna bring him up. <laughs> He did that too, right? Yeah, he would come with his, you know, yeah. three corner hat. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp still does that. He goes to like children's hospitals and meets with the kids. And I think um, he's gone to Disneyland before and done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually done the whole. I Johnny Depp is on pirates thing. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh no, that." That's a that's a rumor. Well, he did it one time, and now everyone's gonna keep thinking. Oh, there's too many ja- there's too many Jack Sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the guy that plays Captain America, Chris Evans, he does that too. Yeah. Yes. He's he done does. that too. Yeah. 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 So you know, kudos to those people. That's awesome because you're making those kids' lives. Yeah. Whether you're appearing oh, yeah. at a hospital with sick kids or whether you're appearing just at an appearance for a theater, like mm-hmm. you're gonna make those kids go nuts. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So Disney hasn't released the sign of Zorro on DVD yet, according to wherever I pulled this from. Huh. Um, mm. But it was released on VHS twice. Um, copies of both releases are fairly easy to come by. Um, the TV series was eventually colorized in the 80s, and both seasons of the series were available on DVD um, in that format from the Disney Movie Club. You can get pretty much anything at the Disney Movie Club, but that went out of print in 2009. Uh, they, Disney released both seasons of the show in black and white in 2009 through the Walt Disney Treasures series, and those DVDs can also feature the four-hour-long episodes that were on Walt Disney Presents. However, the treasure seasons were limited to 30,000 copies each, and they sold out very quickly. So you really can only get them from scalpers who are going to skyrocket the price. So if you find one of those, or you have one of those, it's a treasure. Those are, a lot of those are really expensive. Mm-hmm. We've come across a couple, and we've nabbed them, but, but and still... like gotten lucky with the cost. But like, I mean, when you're talking about old Disney movies like that, 
usually I'm like, oh, they should be $5. So then I kind of like balk at the $25 price tag. (laughs) But like in reality, that really is a steal on the ones that we've gotten. Like we got all the old Alice comedies. Yeah. um, But some of them, I mean, like, because we'll scour, um, you know, like used video stores and stuff. CD game exchange is what it's called in this area. Yeah. Or just the exchange. Yeah. Um, And we'll just look in there and sometimes we'll find them and we're like, oh my God, $60. Like, I can't do it, you know? I know. (laughs) But when am I going to see it again? (laughs) Okay, back to fun facts. So, Henry Calvin, who played Sergeant Garcia, and Gene Sheldon, who played Bernardo, would eventually go on to star in several other Disney movies. One of them is Toby Tyler, which I believe came out before this episode, even though we're recording it right now. Um, (laughs) My mom didn't. My mom, I swear to God, she told me over and over how much she hated the movie Toby Tyler. Then I asked her about it again the other day, and she's like, no, I loved that movie. I'm like, you're so confusing. (laughs) So, I, love I want that's to a mom it. for you. <laughs> but I don't know that one. Yeah, it came out in the '60s, I think. This just shows again. Disney has his favorites, and he will reuse you until you say bye <laughs> or you get too old. Yep. If you're a yeah. kid. Yep. If you're like an adult and you get old, he'll pull you out of retirement, like yep. he did with that guy for uh, <laughs> what's that movie? Boop, 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 but the leprechauns. Darby O'Gale. Yep, thank you. That one. It yeah. wasn't that important. I don't know why I spent that much time on that. Okay, last one. <laughs> For the Zorro TV series, uh, Disney created a new section on the back lot solely for the production of it, and that would later be reused in many of the studio's Western films. So he was like, this is popular. This needs a spot. Had a whole spot on the studios. That's neat. Mm-hmm. I was... Uh... So as we pulled this movie up, I'm just going to say this before we dive into the characters, but when we pulled this movie up, it had, like, people also watched, (laughs) and it was, like, Robin Hood, Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Rose. Oh, Sword in the Rose. That's right. I like Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Rose. And Rob Roy. And Rob Roy. And I was like, I'm not going to like this. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was like, this is so popular, though. Maybe I'll... And it it was better than I expected it to be. I was... I had low expectations after seeing the similar films, though. I was like, oh, no. Sword (laughs) in the Rose. This is going to be terrible. (laughs) I used to watch it when I was a little kid on, like, Sundays and at night on the Disney Channel. So I was, like, super excited. (laughs) That's to good. watch it, um, I don't know why the, the I theme did. came on, and I'm just like dancing to it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe my dad didn't like it. That's why we didn't. I'd never seen it. I don't know. My grandpa, um, he loved like Indiana Jones. He loved James Bond, and I remember him loving Zorro. Mm. And I had, but that one I never like really watched as a kid. <clears throat> the other ones I was just like, it was all the time. But um, mm-hmm. so when this came up, I was like kind of excited because I was like, oh, like that I have a connection with my grandpa that would be awesome if I got to actually see this and then I started not liking it as we watched it and I was like oh no like this can't happen but then it got better and I was like Phew. <laughs> all right <laughs> we're all good it dragged a little I yeah. feel well we could talk about this more when we get to the opinion section of the podcast so uh <laughs> first up is yes Steph has something. oh sorry go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, the only reason I signed up for this one is because I used to, obviously, I shouldn't say used to, I still do. I I love the Antonio Banderas version Uh, of Zorro with, like, (laughs) Anthony Hopkins. Like, I just 
as a kid, I loved it, and I watched it over and over and over again. So I was like, hmm, let's watch, like, one of the more original ones and see if I like it. And I did, so. Good. I got sort of thrown out of a my college's improv group that they were trying to start up because they, they were doing that thing where you're where somewhat the, you're, you're a crowd of people interviewing someone and you know who the person is but the person being interviewed doesn't know it and it was Zorro so I'm asking like all these great like original Zorro questions and everyone like is you know laughing and be like oh ha 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 and like one of the like kids who was like made like afterwards comes up he's like what's your problem and I was like what are you talking about? he's like that's not Zorro I was like there's more than just Antonio Banderas. <laughs> so I didn't actually get thrown out. I just stopped going after that because I'm like, I don't need this type of negativity in my life. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. I forgot about the Antonio Banderas version. Mm-hmm. I, oh, loved I loved him it. I still love Spy it. Kids. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that. yeah, he's the dad. I just rewatched them. I just rewatched them. They're on Netflix. That's so awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> he did Spy Kids because he wanted a movie his kids could actually watch. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I had heard that. Yeah. All right. Couldn't they watch Shrek? Isn't he Puss in Boots? I think that was yeah, after he yeah. Spy Kids, wasn't it? That would be later. Yeah. 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 You're right. <sighs> All right. It's like so, his stepdaughter. Oh, oh, I just think his stepdaughter is the girl who did the Fifty Shades movies. That's his stepdaughter. So just to put in context how old his kids are, it's kind of like our age. Oh, really? <laughs> My brain is, has exploded. <laughs> Dakota Johnson? Yeah, it's his stepdaughter. I don't know if him and Melanie Griffin are still together, but they were together and oh. she was his stepdaughter. I don't know why I know that, but hmm. I do. You just like changed my world. <laughs> learn new things. Katie loves Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like her girl, her girl crush. She's pretty handsome. All right. She's really cute. Mm-hmm. So, Zorro. <laughs> Let's talk about him. Not Antonio Banderas Zorro, but Guy Williams Zorro. Mm-hmm. I think this guy's cute. He is cute. Oh, he I is love handsome. Him. Yeah, I he's, like his little he's mustache. He's so suave. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, he, I mean, like, he's a typical hero. Like, he's a Gryffindor, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh. Oh, but hands he is down. pretty hands intelligent. Too. He is. Yeah, he, he is. is. Uh, he's definitely cunning. Like, uh, like he's definitely ambitious and cunning. Like, because I think a lot of his yeah. plans, like, you have to be cunning to execute those plans that he kind of oh, makes absolutely. throughout the movie. Hmm. So he's kind of like a Gryffin. What's the other one? Not a Gryffindor, not a Slither Dwarf, the other one. Gryffin Claw. A Gryffin Claw? Like a Gryffindor and a Slytherin, but Gryffindor go first. Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> a lion snake. A lion snake. Yeah, there you go. I could see works. a little bit of Ravenclaw too, but I think that, I think that, I think the ambition and cunningness come out ahead. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like his character. He does, and I think that his, like, the whole, the whole premise of his character, how, like, I, I loved the part where, like, there was the fake Zorro, and then he, like, snuck out, and then was able to, like, come <laughs> back in, and then it was, like, this whole, like, 
kind of dance almost of like the the, the, the fake Zora not being able to get out properly and <laughs> but like just like his yeah. whole idea of like coming up with the idea to like oh I've got to leave I've got to sneak out of here so that I can come in as Zoro to prove that like this isn't really Zoro mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and everything would have fallen apart without Bernardo <laughs> yes. oh, heck yeah Bernardo is the man yeah. I love Bernardo he's great I agree <laughs> he's the best we can we can go to him next. We'll mm. just skip around here. He's awesome. He's a right hand man. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's and, amazing. And like he is. He's partly comic relief, but not in a way that makes him look like a fool. Yeah. Which I like. Yes. Like he's just cute, and like he does funny things. Like oh, he moves the ladder on the fake Zoro. <laughs> yep. And then and then he comes and literally saves the day and saves Zoro's butt in the end, pretty much. Yes, yes. he does. He's like the like the behind the scenes hero. Mm-hmm. I have I have no question that you know Pen Pen and Teller Teller definitely picked picked up some Bernardo when he was creating his public persona. <laughs> I never thought of that, but that's that's really good. <laughs> I don't know what where to place him. I, I like I I was gonna say Hufflepuff. <laughs> like even though he has these brave tendencies, I kind of want to place him in Hufflepuff because. He's a Hufflepuff. He's yeah. A fierce oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slytherin fierce friends too, Katie. I'm just saying. All of them can be fierce friends. He's loyal, all right? He's loyal. Yeah, he's loyal. There we go. Yep. And trustworthy. Very trustworthy. When he, he's, he really can't speak. He's a mute. But when he tells him, he's like, oh, he can't speak. He can't hear. But he would die for me if he had to. Yeah. And that wasn't a yeah. lie at all. That was absolutely right. true. They just have yeah. a really good relationship. Captain Monastario. Ugh, this guy. Uh, he's a piece of work. Oh, yeah. He, I just, I guess I never really understood his motives behind why he was acting the way he was throughout the movie. I felt kind of confused by his character a little bit. He said at the beginning that he wanted to be the richest man in all of California. And that's, that's all we got to work off of. Yeah, I just kind of uh, took it like he wanted complete control, and if he got rid of the Dom, uh, like, the Diego's parents, like, father and stuff, like, I interpreted it as they were, like, very powerful upper people, and if he got rid of them, then somehow he gained that power is kind of how I maybe Mm. thought it worked. Yeah. He just seemed like he thought he was, like, a real gift to the town, and in reality, he was, like, bringing the whole place down. Yeah. 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 Not the town, the city, whatever. I I forgot about it when you were going over the the fun facts, but the actor who played him originally tried out for Zorro, and obviously they went with Guy Williams, but they cast him as the Commandante because he had such a background in swordplay that it would just made complete sense. That's awesome. Hmm. He plays the part very well. He does. Oh, yeah. He mm-hmm. plays the part very well. Mm-hmm. He does. I kind of want to... I don't know where to place him. I don't either. I Like, I, I'm kind of between Ravenclaw and Slytherin. He's yeah. just not yeah, he's just not developed enough as a character to really be able to to yeah. put him somewhere. Yeah, you only know really the bare basis. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that's true. We don't have a backstory. We just know he's he's bad and he wants power. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's you know? kinda hard. Sometimes there's a hat stall and sometimes the hat doesn't even know. Because we're the hat and we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember who is Don Alejandro. Is that his dad? That's the dad. dad I think oh, okay. that's his father. Dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's his dad. I felt bad for his dad because here comes um here comes uh Diego and <laughs> he's pretending like he is exactly who his father had always hoped he would be, but he has to play yeah. like he's not. So, like, he's almost, uh-huh. like, disappointed with it, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And then when he was, like, almost dying, like, he had just gotten shot, um, and Zoro comes <coughs> to save him. Like, I just wanted him to take the mask off, because he's like, I just want to pull the mask off and see my son. Because, like, he would be so proud, but he couldn't do it. I know. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that was a little so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It made yeah, me really he... sad that he couldn't just be happy for his son, no matter what, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. Give you that. <laughs> I feel like maybe in a different situation, he it wouldn't have like upset him as much. But li- but he had written to his son, basically asking for help, expecting him to be this great swords person that he kind of sent off. And he comes back and he's like, "What are you talking about? I don't, I don't, I don't do that," you know, because he's pretending to you know not not be amazing. And so if it was just him coming back, there were no problems, everything was good, he probably would have been like, oh yeah, you're really intelligent and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. agree with that statement. I'll put him... Where I'll put him? I'd go Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. the scene where he's like trying to go and fight Montessario oh. and he's like, injured. That scene alone was like... Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like one of those like um like in the, like when Harry like doesn't necessarily think it out but does like that brave heroic thing and you're like maybe take like five more minutes to think about your decision <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. And Don Diego had to get it from somewhere. True. Yeah. Yep. He was a think with your heart guy, not with your head. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. I was going to say when they were having the meeting of the ranchero heads, um, his his friend was saying, well, yeah, we need to take action, but your son's making a great point. So, yeah, he was clearly just <laughs> yeah. With his, yeah, his yeah. heart, not his head. <laughs> yep. Sergeant Garcia. Oh, I love Sergeant oh, Garcia. I love so this guy. Funny. I he love hilarious. this guy. Totally like, oh, he's great. totally like a good guy that's just kind of swept up in the bad guy thing. I yes, was gonna say he was yes. like an unexpected comic relief from yes. the evil side. Yes. You know? Like, yeah. like yeah. you never really expect to get that from like the group of people who are supposed to be the bad guys. But he was one of those guys where it's like he is kind of the reason like he's on the bad guy's side, but he's kind of the reason it doesn't work out for them. Right? So, like, (laughs) without even realizing it, he ended up helping Zoro. He's kind of like a a smarter Kronk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's funny how often the captain puts his trust in him over and over (gasps) again, and every time it doesn't work out, you're like, "Mm, maybe we should try somebody else here. I look at him as, like, he, because he 
he's a um, a sergeant, you know, like he's, the, you know, at the end of the movie, they make him temporarily the commandante. So he's the ranking officer in his essence. So he has to be a capable enough officer to get there. <laughs> True. But he's just a, a sweet man. He is doing, you know, he's like, well, I'm a, I'm a, you know, an officer. I help keep the peace. You know, he's not a bad yeah. guy. He's just doing, no. doing his job and not in that like, well, I was just doing my job. It's just like, no, I'm, I'm keeping the peace, helping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and this bad guy comes in and you know they they have a lot of fun with his character later on in the show i can't remember super specifics but he was always my favorite so yeah he continues on this very positive lawful good type type path <laughs> i feel bad because every time um monastario screwed up he would blame it on him and be like oh well he's the one who filed this paperwork so i'm gonna have to have a talk with him it's like no he didn't you did it and like when fake zoro was in there he was like well, what, how did he get out? You yeah. tell him. Right. And he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt bad. But he got, he got, he's not, he got it good in the end. Yeah. 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 He's not the sharpest pencil, but he's very capable. <laughs> Next up is Martinez. Ugh. Katie was trying to think of a good uh, name uh, for him. She said Foro. Yeah, or Zake. <laughs> Zake. Yeah. Zake. I like, I just like fake Zora. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't understand. <laughs> um, so, Martinez is a criminal. Yeah. Not yes. a good guy. Gets really mad um, and jealous and kills a dude. No big yeah. deal. Um, goes to jail and then is like... Offered it. freedom. Yeah. To be fake Zorro. Yeah. yeah it's It's very confusing. And and from what we can tell, that flamenco dancer wasn't even like his like girlfriend or anything like that. No, she was just she was just a flamenco dancer raising her skirt up a little high, in my opinion, for 1958. High, that was really high. Yeah, that's the all I was thinking about the entire time she was dancing. I'm like, this is this risque. I know, sorry, I did ballroom and whatnot in college, and we took a couple, like, flamenco classes, and yeah, that that, that doesn't happen. It's like, you have, the, like, her, her first, that dress was an absolutely perfect example of a flamenco dress, so, like, that's perfect, but, you know, the most you really come up with maybe you'd see her knees, it's like, absolutely maybe, it's all about the feet, and, you know, not, yeah. not the, you know, legs, <laughs> and other parts. I <laughs> thought of, um, the sword and the rose when i was watching it i thought of the sword and the rose and you know the scene where they're dancing and he picks her up and he she like gets all flustered because he picked her up yeah and then he's like well that's what they do in spain i think is what he says in the movie and then i was like well now i understand why where the <laughs> sexy dancing comes from <laughs> yeah martino's uh he wasn't a good dude no i don't like him. i don't know he, I mean, had, he had almost one redeeming moment when he was like, I can't, I've never stolen from a church. And he's like, well, you're either going to steal from a church or you're going to be hung, so pick a side. But then he goes and literally steals from the church. Yeah. Chance, yeah. man. I mean, he's so, kind of forced into it, though, by Montessario. Don't take orders from that bad dude. Well, if you're so going to die. He, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so he... <laughs> Oh no! So he killed the guy over the flamenco dancer, and yeah. he was gonna be hung. And then, so fast forward to the end, uh, Commandante, what's his face, was planning to kill Don Don Diego 
and unless he like admitted to being Zoro, it's like, wait, so it's okay when you do it? Yeah, <laughs> right. Of yeah, course. basically, yeah. <laughs> fine he killed him. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a him killing like a criminal. It would have been him killing some some guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, like a nice guy, but so I'm gonna put him in Durmstrang. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Like him. We could probably Are we allowed to I... say someone's a muggle. <laughs> yeah, you can say they're a muggle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we also use squib sometimes. <laughs> I think we can pair uh, Viceroy and Viceroy's daughter because they were they were a pair the entire time they entered the story. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked them because um, his daughter yeah, didn't like... take any crap yeah. from um, yeah. Monastario, even though he was clearly hitting on her. She was very polite, but she was just like, nah, bro, not happening. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as far as Viceroy and her both go, they weren't going to let the wool be pulled over their eyes. Yeah. No, no they were very level-headed and like, we're like, no, 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 this is not, this is not Diego. Like, we know our Diego and... Yeah, I liked them. They were they were good at the end there. Although, I will yeah. say I f- that they kind of did have the wool pulled over their eyes. Because <laughs> they <had> Zorro, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just as much as everyone else. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. If I remember, I think that they do show up a few more times in the, like, actual series of Zorro. Because... Um, mm. Like the the short time they were on screen, I feel like they were way more developed as characters than the Commandante was. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Hashtag. and it was implied that they like had no, they knew Diego really well. Like yeah. there was, they they implied that they had known him a long time, and but it yeah. kind of just came out of nowhere that they had been known him most of his life. Yeah, he went to school, I guess, with his son and her yeah. brother. Yeah. Hashtag what? Ravenclaw. I was gonna put them both in Ravenclaw. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Accepted. I agree. <laughs> um, so the Torres. Nacho and Ilana. <laughs> Elena? Elena. Elena. So yeah, I felt bad for this guy because he was like wrongly committed as well, right? He's the one who was being arrested at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, Nacho Torres is the first guy he saves. He's going to be hung. Okay. Um, And then that lawyer guy came and was like, I'm going to set you free. And then Monastario Mm -hmm. was actually hiding behind somewhere about to shoot him. A lot of shady business going on in this movie. Yeah, that's super, like, that's super shady. Mm -hmm. Like, all his plans were pretty shady, like shooting people in the back and framing them like Meh. it was just like <laughs> lies on top of lies on top of lies it was like okay so Ooh. fake zoro didn't work so now we're gonna fake your death and then now then you're gonna be fake zoro again i don't really know enough <laughs> about s- nacho and elena yeah sorry well go ahead. i don't know i was saying i we don't you're saying so many lies, so many schemes, and we don't have any backstory for for yes. you know the commandant. Yeah. You know, like why? So um, true. Yeah. I did really appreciate that um, Sergeant Garcia like basically yelled at his men. You know, was like stop it to his men because they were just oh, grabbing yeah. at. And he's like, no, these are you know gentlewomen. You know, these are these are ladies. We're going to treat them nicely. Please, I'm sorry for this, but could you please go in the cell? And it's just like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Sergeant Garcia. 
<laughs> it's oh like, I don't want to put you in jail, but I have to. All right. I think that's all the characters we have listed. Yeah. You want to go on to favorite character and favorite scene? <coughs> sure. Slash segment? So, my favorite character is going to be Captain Garcia. Because he was fun comic relief. And I appreciated his little moments. Like, it lightened the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, the movie was, like, dark and heavy or anything like that. But for me these types of movies lose my attention quickly just because of like the type of movie that it is so like he would bring mm-hmm. me back to it and and like get my attention to come back to the movie um so i liked that and then i i liked the scene i liked the scene where um it was the two zoros and they were fighting i just thought it was the most exciting part of the movie um the sword fighting was fun to watch and then like just the whole concept of Diego sneaking out and then coming back in as Zorro and making sure that his reputation wasn't tarnished is, it was just a good part of the movie. Um, I'll say, obviously, I love Zorro because he's cool. But then I really like Sergeant Garcia and also Bernardo. Got to give a shout out to them. Yeah. I like them both equally yes. because they both gave me the same feelings, but it was like on both sides of the, like the good side and the bad side. Um, they were both funny, but, like, provided more to the story than just being funny. Um, mm-hmm. my favorite scene is also the two Zoros because it made me laugh. It, like, was a good... That was the part when I started enjoying the movie, when that part hit. And then everything after that kept my attention. Um, and then I really liked the end, too, and you're not really sure, like, how he's gonna get out of this. Like, how is he not gonna be exposed for Zoro? And then in comes Bernardo <laughs> as Zoro, and I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> perfect pair my favorite character was i have um well obviously diego de la vega just i mean he's the hero Mm -hmm. and bernardo just because he wouldn't have been as successful as the hero without bernardo and he's just awesome and then my i have two favorite parts my first one is when the monstero i don't know how to say his name when he comes out and he sees bernardo and he wants to prove if he's deaf and um, mute and he shoots the gun in the ground and he scares the other guy and Bernardo doesn't even flinch I just kind of love it because I'm just like ha in your face he tricked you (laughs) you're no good you're the bad guy you suck (laughs) and then I like the part near the end when um, the captain there he's asks the other guy if he thinks he'd be attracted to him as a woman and he says something like well I'm not a woman I'm a man and and then he's like, well, if you were a woman, and he says, well, if I was a woman and I look like this, I wouldn't be picky, you know. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I just thought it was really cute and funny. Oh, oh that, yeah. That, that old perfect. humor. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, not the most PC humor, but, you know, for 1958. No, I know. Yeah. I laughed really good. For that time period, I'm sure the theater was rolling, so. Yeah. <laughs> If, if that was in a modern movie, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what is this? You're totally like, right. You know. If it had been in set and made now, it would not be as funny as it was in a black and white old movie. Yeah. Set totally. a long time ago. <laughs> so, um, agreeing with basically everyone, my two favorites <laughs> would be Sergeant Garcia and Bernardo. Um, again, they're just both amazing and wonderful um you know megan went at you know more talked about sergeant garcia so i'll kind of pop over to bernardo as as i've said before 
nothing would work without him. You know, none of the Zoro would work without him. He's the, I wouldn't say he's the brains or the muscle, but he's just like the, the making it happen mm-hmm. um, behind behind Zoro. Um, and he's always just like happy, you know, he's always just like happy to do like that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And my favorite would probably be the end when you know he's when he's Don Diego's caught, so to say, mm-hmm. and he's like, "But I'm," and it, I like I said before, I'd seen all these episodes before, but it's so long ago. I, I'm watching, and I'm like, "Wait, so how does this one end?" I couldn't remember like how he got out of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and so um, the two sort of fake outs in a sense, the, the, when he, they dressed up one of the, um, the soldiers in, in the Zoro outfit, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. And then when Bernardo comes dressed up as Zoro, I was like, oh, I remember that too. They did both <laughs> of them at once. And I, I <laughs> just my favorite. <laughs> yeah. That ending was cool too. I forgot how much I liked when they, they duped the, the captain. Yeah. I was gonna say Sergeant Garcia's trying to actually like be nice and be like, oh well, the Commandante—he's been under so much stress and he hasn't been sleeping. like <laughs> yeah. he's trying to because he's just an all-around like Sergeant Garcia is just an all-around nice guy. So and he Good doesn't guy. really realize that this guy is actually like as bad as he is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what did I take away from? No, your least favorite. Oh, my least favorite. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> um, least favorite is gonna have to be a tie between Montessario and oh shoot what's fake Zorro's real name Martinez Martinez yeah well Martinez like he's just a bad guy so like I don't have much more else to say about him except like he's just a bad guy whereas like Montes Montes Monastario mm-hmm. Monastario mm-hmm. okay the captain Yes. Uh, he, That's why I just call him the Commandante. <laughs> <laughs> he is just, um, he's a piece of work. Yeah. Like, it's not that he's just a bad guy. He, like, he, like, has it out for Zoro for, like, really no good reason. It's just, well, like I said earlier, like, I just couldn't really wrap my head around, like, the reasoning behind why he was the way he was. Like, he just came across, across as this mean guy that like wanted to make life miserable for everybody else in the city except for himself um so overall like he just was not nice yeah least favorite scene i don't really know if i had like a scene that stuck out to me that i really didn't like the beginning of the movie to me like was a little slow getting into it um so i guess maybe i would just say like the beginning up until fake Zoro fight, like Katie said mm-hmm. before. It was just like, it's not that it was bad, it just was slow paced for me. You stole everything I was gonna say. I mean, that's fine, you could just say. Yeah, least favorite was I agree Captain. With Megan. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just, yeah, he just has a bad agenda. He's just out. He has this, that obsession of like getting someone who truly doesn't deserve it. Um, and using any means to get people out of his way to become that rich guy. Um, least favorite scene, yeah, I mean, I agree with Meg, because I, not that any of the movie was bad, and, but I really didn't have interest until after, like, the, the double Zorro fight. The, the beginning was, like, too slow, yet too fast for me. I don't know how to really explain that. 
Like, I guess I just, like, of, didn't understand where the beginning was yes. going for a while. All of a sudden it was like, things were happening, mm. things were happening, things were happening. But I didn't grasp, like, number one, so then I was lost all the way yeah. up until a certain point, And I was like, oh, I kind of am piecing things together. I feel like this movie, more than Davy Crockett, felt to me like it was a TV show that they pieced together and I was missing things. Yeah, I agree. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, yeah, like, I was missing information in the beginning, so I just couldn't understand everything that was happening and because of that i i wasn't interested in the beginning yeah but then i got Mm -hmm. good and funny and i could appreciate it yeah but like i would have really appreciated to like i would have appreciated knowing like the viceroy's role like how like how why was he there what was his purpose how did he know diego like none of that information was given to us it was just kind of like Oh, I'm going to question you. I'm this guy that's coming to town. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it just all seemed very random to me because, again, like, it felt like it was a TV show and I was missing stuff. Like you came in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like when a show's canceled and they just make a movie to finish it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anybody likes uh, Firefly, just throwing that out there. (laughs) Never seen it. I have not. Oh. oh, you should. It's good. It's so good. Well, not now. You guys just said it's ruined at the end. <laughs> no, they made a movie. I, I disagree <laughs> with it being ruined at the end. I, it's just a movie instead of, like, several more seasons. It should have been several more seasons. Yes, it but, should have. But we yes, got a movie out of it. Yeah, we got something. And a good movie. It was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it's actually a really good movie. Yeah. We'll add it to anyway. the list. <laughs> you guys have Zorro. enough to watch right now. Okay. <laughs> Future. Uh, I think my well, my least favorite character is definitely the captain. He's just slimy. Like, like there's a bad guy that you can appreciate and love, and then there's a bad guy that's just downright not a like just not great. And yeah. that's what I think he is. Maybe if I did know more about his backstory and I could see where he was coming from, maybe I would not like, maybe I'd like him more, but I just don't like him. I just think he's putting people down that are not, like, don't deserve it. Like, just the ordinary people putting them down and putting them down and taking advantage of people and just all around bad guy. Yeah. And my least favorite part, I don't know. I didn't, I really didn't like the scene where, um, is his dad's name Dante? Is that his dad's name? Uh, Diego's dad? Diego, Dante De La Vega is his dad? Yeah. Uh, Dom, where he's been, yeah. Alejandro. I yeah, think. that's, Wait. sorry, Alejandro. Or something um, like Alejandro. <laughs> when he gets shot and then they're in the forest and the captain goes to, like, fight him and he's, like, mortally wounded it just kind of bothered me that he would (laughs) fight somebody injured like the way he does yeah Yeah, clearly you have an advantage like you need to help this man yeah yeah i agree and he's clearly he's like old to begin with right (laughs) like i don't know it's just kind of dirty and i don't like that he shoots him in the back either yeah so my least favorite (laughs) character is also the commandante (laughs) For all the reasons you guys already said. Um, so I pretty, as far as least favorite scene, I pretty much loved the entire thing. So um, I'll s- I wouldn't say this is, I wouldn't say I didn't like the two Zoro scene by any means, but I didn't like how easily 
everyone believed that Zoro, who was so wonderful and upstanding and mm. helpful, was like suddenly a thief. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like I. F- I feel like that 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 just I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I, that I is a good point. That. Yeah, they just so quickly turned to believe him to be a bad guy when he'd done so much good already. And just people are like that though. It's just that's true. Yeah, I mean, even if you just like, if you think about like our political climate now, like how easily people are convinced of things, or how easy easily people take certain sides, and like they don't even question it like they just do it like people just believe Mm -hmm. anything yeah it's crazy um okay so what did i take away from it um that masked superheroes are bomb (laughs) and that we should just let them do their thing meg was like oh so that thin little black mask really keeps everyone from knowing who he is right and i was like meg have you seen The Incredibles? <laughs> yes. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah. I'm gonna take away that sometimes it's okay to be the hero and to do what's right. Always be that way. Well, okay. Here's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Zombieland, where one of his rules is <laughs> don't be a hero. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you need to be the hero. That's where I was going. Got it. Welcome to my mind. Okay. <laughs> Someone else go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The uh, My takeaway, because you guys are already making all the excellent points that I would make, is <laughs> that I really need to get the rest of this series and watch all mm. of it again. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like to watch it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I remember remember uh all sorts of scenes and that i was like what are we gonna see in this what are we gonna see in this and i was like okay yep yep that and i was like i remember so much that i didn't just see (laughs) (laughs) i like that goals goals Um, i guess what i will take away from it is i'd like to read the because it's based off a book, is it not? Right? Like yeah. stories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I thought, I've kind of made it my goal to read a lot of things that are based off of, um, like, movies that are based off of classic stories and books. So, like, I did the Treasure Island episode, and I'm actually currently reading Treasure Island. I love that. Um, so, that's probably what I'd like to take away is, like, try and actually read at least a couple of them, just so I can yeah. kind of see where they came from. That's it's just something I like to do. I bet. Yeah. This and this is the first black and white movie I've actually enjoyed and watched through because I really, really struggle with black and white. Uh-huh. And um, I actually enjoyed this movie even though it was in black and white. I also struggle with black and white. I can't even handle like the beginning of Al- um, The Wizarding, uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's only the I first know. few minutes and it's, I struggle. Yeah, same. <laughs> So they actually colorized, like, the first season back when, like, Time Warner or whatever was colorizing everything, and everything's pastel. <laughs> oh, my God. And I picture it like so Coco. Amazing. I know. Yeah, but it's all, it's all, like, light colors, and Don Diego, when he's not Zoro, obviously, is wearing, like, this peach suit, and then this turquoise <laughs> suit, and then this light blue <laughs> And, then, and, it, and it's it's all because they would just wash over, you know, like make it easy so it wouldn't like block out any of the details. So it was it's it's just if you if you catch it at some point the TV show, you know, <laughs> in the colorized version, it is just hysterical because it's like oh he's wearing peach and he kind of looks like 
he he looks like the character he is you know he's portraying this like you know non non not um I don't oh, say non aggressive yeah, yeah. but non intellectual you know, type. yeah an intellectual and he's like well I must look nice and you know because that was you know the, the society at that point you'd want they he's higher in society he'd want to look nice but you know he's not worried about if it's you know fight worthy or anything like that and it's just kind of <laughs> funny that they pick pastels that's funny <laughs> I think that's it that's it yeah yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us again. Yeah, it's Thanks always a pleasure having to me. have you on. Yes. Thank you. I had so much fun. I, I love, love doing these. I love when we, um, or I particularly love when we have someone on here who really appreciates the movie or just the character in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. It just adds something. It does. Yeah. Well, and you kind of know, you know about the TV show lots, like, which I've never seen, so you have to appreciate that input, for yeah. sure. And I'm glad yeah. I, I just want to be like, oh, this happens, this happens, but I can't even remember. <laughs> 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 like, I can't remember the specifics. It's all just a wonderful blur. <laughs> oh, Guy Williams. Oh, Guy Williams. You're pretty cute. He's pretty handsome. Yeah. I will go handsome, not just cute. He's quite handsome. He's dapper. He's handsome. Oh, yeah. Oh, dapper. That's that's a good Scholarly. word to use. Yeah. Dapper. That is a, a suave and dapper. Those would be the two words. Yeah. Swapper. Yep. Oh, my Completely. On this yeah. combining words. On this family-friendly wow. podcast. <laughs> Sometimes Meg can't handle me. <laughs> There's lines on the doc that are in blue. That means you're supposed to read. I know, I'm making up words. Alright. <laughs> so grown up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Basically anywhere that you can find a podcast, so just type in grown up kids and we're probably there. So make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also follow us on Facebook at Grown Up Kids the Disney Podcast, on Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod, and you can join our Facebook discussion group, Grown Up Kids the Disney Podcast group. I know that's a very creative name, <laughs> um, but that's where I've posted our comprehensive list of movies so that you can see the list, see what's available in terms of being on the show with us. And then if you're interested in any of the ones that have availability, just comment on the post, email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook and then we can add you to the list. Um, Lastly, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod. We have plans for Patreon after the holidays. So we beg your patience. There are things in the works. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to day 10 of Podmas. We will be with you again tomorrow. So make sure that you watch Jungle Cat before you listen to tomorrow's episode. Goodbye, Zoro. Bye, Zoro. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.